everybody, welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jimmy. This is Dison. All right, I see you, Mike. Do you see me? <laughs> I see you in detox. What a fucking, I don't know which is worse of a title, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, me and Mike are going to be talking about uh, Tron's not here. Um, he, him and Jazz, the fam, are frozen in at home. Uh, well, they, they, they got a good little vacay. Got, you know, the parent, their jazz, jazz parents, I think, were helping them. But then we just got frozen in, like in, in South Texas right now. It's like a winter wonderland where I live. All the trees are frozen, ice everywhere. So he couldn't make it back. Yeah. So wild. Um, this this like this literally happened like this week. It's been it's been a weird fucking weather week. Um, I mean it's just been totally wild. Um, I know where you're at and where Tron's at. It's farther up. So I mean like for where we're at, it, it is bitterly fucking cold and rainy, but no ice. So right. it's just strange. But <laughs> yeah, man, but, it uh, came out of nowhere. I didn't think it was gonna hit this hard, and it, it no. fucking it did. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I, 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 the you know, Governor Abbott's like shitting a brick, like, oh God, man, I have more old people dying again and not do shit about it. <laughs> yeah, not give shit about it. Yeah, man. I hope, I hope his fucking power turns off and he freezes to death in his own fucking place. That piece. Oh, I guarantee you, all the rich people, they'll never lose power. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just a whole, it's a hopeful thing I have in my back. Yeah, of my brain. I agree. I'd love I to see it happen. Um, but on this episode, we're going to be talking about. Oh, oh I, I have to mention, uh, we're in. Stallone month. Stallone uh, month. We're doing hey, Stallone yeah. month. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh, we're doing a Stallone month. Uh, we had originally planned for an episode with all three of us, um, but uh, we're going to push that back uh, until next episode. But uh, And we're still going to do the same amount of movies, so even if, right. it, if it goes a little over a month yeah. until we go to the next thing, you know, whatever. It's just, it's just It might not be a complete, might be longer than a month, but this is yeah. we're doing a Stallone kind of run. Yeah, exactly. And this, we're going to do, we're going to, you know, we're going to do a couple of these eventually. Do, try to do a lot of Stallone movies, uh, especially, obviously, the classics as well. But yeah, um, we're going to do a lot of Stallone stuff. And uh, right now, uh, me and Mike talked about it last night, uh, thinking of an idea for this episode. And we're going to do like a real, a, a true like one-off and i'm sure you know people of the who love film uh who've grown up with stallone and action movies and whatnot follow right. his career and who are really right. you know uh, uh 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 cinephiles probably more likely know about this movie i'm not sure if everybody knows about the background of this movie but it is fascinating and that's why we picked it and we were talking about um, i think it's 19 oh well it came well, out it was released it was done in 1999 but it was released in 2002 yeah so that's and already a bad sign a bad sign <laughs> on the show for a while but we're talking about 1999s or 2002s uh icu or detox detox you ever play hide and seek what makes that game so much fun it's when the hunter is staring right at you one by one, he takes them. I see you, but you don't see me. <gasps> one by one, they fall. Nine dead cops inside of six months. This guy's a different breed. FBI agent Jake Malloy has followed his trail to this remote outpost. There's only ten of you cops. I don't think anyone's gonna be bored. Now... This is what I call the witching hour. One by one... Jack's missing. His fellow officers are turning up dead. Split the building into sections. Each person will clear that area. Life begins with death. He knows how the killer works. What are you looking for? It's him. He's taking trophies. He knows how he thinks. You study guys like this, right, Doc? They don't just kill you. 
What he doesn't know... Grab the gun! Stop it! ...is who the killer is. Hey, Malloy! Time to see how strong you really are! No! No! Shouldn't you be at home? It's at my house. All right, 1311. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what, it sounds like a fucking, like a tag team wrestling name. You know wrestling, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Degeneration um, Detox. <laughs> and the, the, the poster is particularly terrible. It's like uh, Stallone's face kind of like manipulated on somebody else's body with like an X. It looks awful. It's I think that, I think that's him. I think that's the shot like towards the end. But it should. I, I agree with you. It's been altered so much. It looks terrible. Well, I gotta like say- the X cutting through his arm and shit. Yeah, well, the colored one is the one that has color to it. Actually, is a little, a little better looking, but the red one, the red, the alternate poster looks really terrible. Uh, yeah, seen the, the, yeah, the red poster is awful looking. It's really bad. Yeah, it's like the main one when you click on it, right, on IMDb. Yeah, the main one. On the yeah, IMDb, oh, yeah. And, the, and then the back cover of it, if you scroll scroll to the left, it's even worse. He's just like it almost looks like he doesn't Cobra in that picture on the back. It's kind of weird. It's like <laughs> yeah, they just steal a stock image. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give a synopsis here for this movie, if, if, just in case no one's seen it. Uh, a lead detective being stalked by a serial killer is asked to check into a clinic treating a... Oh, the killer is asked to? Okay. Uh, checked into a clinic treating law enforcement officials who can't face their jobs. Um, uh, just to make it specifically clear, uh, it's mostly uh, cops who have an alcoholic problem. So they're going yeah, to AA. And I thought this was the weirdest fucking premise already. You know, like, I, 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 I like it, though. I like it though. I like the idea of having to go somewhere, but I didn't expect it to be like a bunker in what looks like Siberia, not Wyoming. <laughs> it looks like a nuclear bunker or some or something. But it is a very weird synopsis. You know, he's being stalked by serial killer, and he's asked to check into a clinic while he's being stalked. It's it's a it's a really puzzling kind of concept. It is strange, like because like the um, you know we'll get more into it, but there's a lot, there's been a lot of like uh, uh, reshoots on the movie and whatnot. Yeah. But like, um, and you can feel it big time. But like, um, there's a, a period of time. So Stallone's character in here, uh, Jack Malloy, who's an FBI agent, I think, right? Yes. Said. Correct. And um, he's trying to find this serial killer, um, and he's it's a, it's like an, I'm not sure where it's at. It's like the Boston area or something like that. It's it never really explains that, but that's what they I don't. assumed. Yeah. yeah, just based on how other cops talk and everything, because you know, Sly right. it, Sly's got the Italian accent, didn't really have the Boston accent. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean? the, yeah. <laughs> the car, um, the car. <laughs> uh, but they they um he's trying to help the the uh, the, the police force figure trying to find this this killer. Uh, this guy uh, kills his uh, this serial killer kills Stallone's wife, and um, he goes into a deep depression. Well, it's uh, weird. Yeah, it, it's, hard. so it's his it's his fiance. It's his soon to be fiance. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. which well, so, and it's Dina Meyer too. Who's it is Dina Meyer? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous and everything. She's gorgeous like, woman. Yep. Uh, I, I also it's it, almost his fiance, <laughs> but she yes. gets killed beforehand. Well, almost so. his wife. It is his fiance. Oh, oh, I that's your I, right. I, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, because I'm pretty sure that was like the wedding ring or something, you know what I mean? Oh, she's worth it at the beginning where he's talking to the... Right, uh, right. So, but, hey, man, why don't you give me like a hand? So it's like, God, well, you know, these the guys, way. you know, the guys, you know, they're really hard to just, you know, I had to go and talk to them, you know. They have a hard time. Give off of the good reviews. <laughs> it, it was an odd wrestling match. <laughs> we had to mention um before we really get into it the uh, star-studded cast here we got stallone yeah. obviously we got charles s dunn we got christopher uh, we got chris christopherson we got uh jeffrey wright in jeffrey a early wright. jeffrey wright role yeah no shit uh tom berenger stephen lang uh we got robert prowski got robert patrick uh courtney b vance uh, yep. And Dina Meyer, like Mike said, um, and you know some other people. I don't really know everybody. Oh, Rance yeah. Howard, um, fucking Ron Howard's dad's in this. Oh my God, really? He's That's he's true. the guy in the in the in the shop where um, Charles S. Dutton it like at the little. You know, he t- tells him to go ice fishing or whatever. That's oh, convenience the, store. That's oh yeah. wow, okay. Oh, and yeah, that's also good, Ron. Uh, Pat, Sean Patrick Flannery too for a hot yeah, absolutely for, for for like literally like six seconds you see this guy <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's what it feels like. <laughs> and there's a lot of other faces I recognize too, and I would go through and just really couldn't pick it out. You know what I mean? And this was written by who was? It was based on a book, right? Yeah, oh, and the book name you told me. What was the name? I wrote it down. Oh uh, yeah, Hang I have on. it too. It's like jitter. Oh, jitter joint. Jitter, jitter joint. joint. The name yes. of the book. Uh, the author was Howard Swindle. The screenplay writer was a guy named Ron L. Brinkerhoff, and I thought this was funny. He only has two writing credits. Right. It's this movie and The Guardian, the movie with Kevin Costner what? and Ashton Kutcher where they're – Oh, the, yeah, the Coast Guard uh, movie, The Coast man. Guard movie, which really isn't that bad. It's not that bad, but it's not, it's not that great either, so. But his only other credits are he was a creative researcher on Mercury Rising, and he was a production what? assistant on Far and Away, and um, what was the other one? Midnight Clear. I didn't recognize the name. But um, was, his first credit was he was an apprentice editor on The Sandlot, the original Sandlot. Yeah, back okay. the day. Blew my fucking mind. It's like, who the fuck? And then there's like no other credits. The guy just disappeared. <laughs> wow. He's still alive, though. All right. Interesting. That's good. Good for him. I'm glad he's still alive. Uh, are we this, all? Yeah. Are we all? <laughs> uh, the director is uh, Jim Gillespie. Uh, dude did fucking directed. I know what you did last summer. Oh, I thought that was uh, hilarious. I did a couple of Queen videos, which is pretty interesting. Uh, this some short called Ghostbusters of East Finchley. I saw that. And I had no fucking clue. I what had that no was. idea either what that is. But they did. No, I know you did last summer, which is a it was a big hit back then. Almost and then I, he dude, did that movie actually scared me when I was a kid, just because I was so young when I saw it, and that slicker guy <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Um, uh, but I didn't. I then he did I see like right after that, and then I think and and like a couple of years later he did a movie called Venom. Uh, which is a horror oh, movie. I saw that. I remember yeah. seeing that back in the day. Which is like what? It's got like uh oh, I thought it was like Kane was in it or something, but I don't think No, it's no. Kane. Wait, no, it might be that one actually. Uh that's I'm ICU. I'm sorry. Kane is is an ICU, not this movie, but Oh yeah, 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 you're right. But yeah, that's that's um that's that guy. I thought he directed uh Joyride as well, but apparently it's just some short he did called Joyride. So I was like, "Oh, that's going to be Joyride too." Okay, that's interesting. Um so here's some interesting stuff here. Um, so go to if you go to IMDb, you can IMDb. If you go to Wikipedia, you can look at some of the the post production and whatnot. Um, and those same notes are in the IMDb trivia too, as well. It's the same thing. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. So this thing was finished in 1999. Uh, Universal decided to do some screen uh, testing, and fucking audience fucking hated this movie, which I oh, was yeah. su- I was surprised by because I remember stuff coming around at the same time, like 
Fear.com and garbage like that. And for some reason, this movie well, like didn't in, work. I feel like Mindhunter has borrowed a, a lot from this plot. Yeah, Mindhunter. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But they did it the right way. I still actually, I think we covered that on this show, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe we have not. not. No. That, that's another, that, that movie is actually surprisingly good. Yeah, I rewatched it not too long ago. I mean, I give it a solid 6.5. Mindhunters or whatever. Yeah, Mine Hunters, yeah, it's with with like Val Kilmer, Nail was yes. on an island or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I worked at I worked at the theater when that came out. Remember, that? It, it was in and out real quick, but um, right. It's been a while since I see it, but I think it would be fun to to, to cover that show for that movie for sure. Right. I always, always want to go back and rewatch rewatch it again because I haven't seen it in forever. It's just so vague in my mind. Right. But um, I, I thought this was really interesting too. <clears throat> The composer, John Powell, uh, wrote two complete scores for the film, one of which was rejected with the film delayed, uh, relegated to a European release by Universal due to studio's dissatisfaction with the film in general. Most of Powell's score was replaced by additional music by uh, a composer named William Ross, uh, Jeff Zanelli, and Nick Galini-Smith as an attempt to make the film, quote-unquote, salvageable. Which I find interesting. I know it's pretty bad. Two scores, one rejected, one I guess sort of capped, and then bring in three other composers to to fix it. Stitch everything together. (laughs) And you know, to be fair to the um, composer, I mean, it's probably a case. This this, it feels like this movie probably got changed like seven or eight different times. I know it went through seven different several different production companies. The original one dropped out immediately. Jerry Bruckheimer and them were involved, and they were going to have their name on the credits, and they're not listed anywhere like all the shit just kind of went wrong with this movie so maybe the composer would try to compose a version of the film that never even saw the light of day you know what i mean right yeah i mean <laughs> i mean to, to be honest the score is not bad the movie it's a, no, it's it's a not, but it's score, everything about this movie is forget forgettable oh it, uh, i i will say there's one thing that's not forgettable and it's a, a line that stallone has towards the end which i think it's an awesome one-liner but yeah We'll get to it. <laughs> but, oh, and um, also one thing that is not is the screwdriver using to kill his fiance at the very beginning, just like through the fucking door hole. I was like, oh, that's pretty goddamn brutal. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I was going to mention that, too. I, I, th- I got that in my notes. I love the fact that um, uh, one of the cops leaves the bar after stolen and then drinking at the bar or whatever. He goes home and it, it uh, becomes like a weird – that's a, kind of like a weird jello sort of thing. Like, yeah, I agree. The, the drill through the peephole, like no pun intended – but like the drill through the peephole into the eyeball, and uh, that was really interesting. Like the fact that he does it with, with this guy and uh, with uh, Dina Meyer as well. I thought it was pretty fascinating stuff, and, and I've never seen it before. Besides, like kind of like in a yellow, because it's sort of that fascination with the eye or fascination with something specific on a person's body. And right. uh, you know, uh, I, I find like, like a Lucio Fulci film, you know, stabbing, slowly bringing somebody really their head really close to uh, a broken, splintered piece of board to see their fucking eyeball pop and shit. They just scream oh, yeah, the whole time. Sure. And I thought we were going to see that at the very end, but I know we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for it, but now it happened. Me too. No um, <laughs> and I wanted to before we dive in. Did you? Are you going to read the Stallone quote that he gave about like why this thing went? Yeah, to shit? but you you can read if you want to, man. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I love it because he was quoted. It's a great in, quote. Yeah, the 2006 interview with Ain't It Cool News. Yeah. Abbas asked about why the film didn't get a wide release. It's very simple why it landed in limbo. A film is a very delicate creature, and any adverse publicity or internal shakeup can upset the perception of and studio confidence in a feature. 
For some unknown reason, the original producer pulled out right away, and the film was considered damaged goods. And by the time um, we ended filming, there was trouble brewing on set because of overages, creative concerns between the director and studio. The studio let it sit on the shelf for many months. After over a year, it was decided to do a reshoot. We screened it. It tested okay. Ron Howard was involved with some overseeing of the post production but the movie had the smell of death about it actually if you looked up you could see celluloid buzzards circling <laughs> as we lay there dying Damn. on the distributor's floor one amusing note it was funny when we were met at the airport by teamsters they'd have a sign in front of them saying detox and all these actors like chris christopherson tom barriger and myself look like we were going into rehab <laughs> rather than a film shoot <laughs> that's a that's great, great. And I, I love this also, this part, this piece of trivia as well. It has nothing to do with uh, the movie, but it happens with the. It happened to. It happens to be happening while the film is being made. During the original filming of Deep Talks in 1990, Sylvester Stallone became attached to star in another Universal pro- produced film, an action horror movie entitled Fatalis. Written by oh, novelist yeah, Jeff yeah. Rolvin in 1998, and sold to Universal for over a million dollars. The script of the the script for the film concerned a huge pack of saber toothed tigers who came back <laughs> to life after an El Nino hurricane awakening. El Nino uh, from the from being frozen inside an ancient sinkhole for thousands of years. They started attacking any human they run into while moving down the mountains and through the woods. From eventually attacking L.A. Roven was wrote was wrote in uh, 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 oh no uh, Roven. Who wrote the novelization for Cliffhanger, um, and his biography wrote Fatalis with Stallone in mind for the lead. wrote it Wrote it for a um, Arnold. I guess Stallone would be sort of an anthropologist, uh, which anthropologist, is so strange. Yeah, yeah anthropologist. Sorry, anthropologist. But like, and, and who he be, he becomes friends with like a reporter and blah blah blah. It's just ridiculous. Could you imagine Stallone being like the Indiana Jones type? I know. It's so <laughs> I weird. Like, see that shit. but like, it makes total sense for like 1998 though. Like, like with Tommy Lee Jones being like a seismologist and volcano and all that goofy shit. And Tommy Jones was also. I mean, you know, he'd been a U.S. Marshal recently in a couple of movies. Right, you know, right. I mean? but so, yeah, he, but also yeah. consider. I, I mean, uh, it just. I don't feel like it's ridiculous for Tommy Jones. Well, I do kind of feel like it's ridiculous for Tommy Jones to be a seismologist, but I, it is goofy like that that era of time. Like I mean, Stallone was in Daylight. Pierce Brosnan as a seismologist and what is it? Dante's Um, Peak. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But like you know, we have like uh, Stallone around this area, which is I'm not gonna I'm not uh, uh, poo pooing on it all, but it's one of my favorite Stallone movies. But with Daylight, him being like a survivalist basically in some way, and helping those people through that New York the New York Tunnel. But like all the stuff was happening around this time uh, with these big name actors, and I just I would love to have seen this movie because it sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> but oh, me I, too. I, I, I found it was a the guy got it written into a book, right? So I, like I feel like I want to read the book and just imagine Stallone in the main character role. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He also wrote this guy uh, Roven also uh, wrote a uh, screenplay for. A movie called Vespers, oh, another yeah, canceled action that. horror film from around the same time, which would focus on giant bats that attack New York City, um, which is interesting because they, they uh, around like 2000, 2001, maybe the movie Bats came out with Lou Demon Phillips. And is wasn't that older than that? But uh, yeah, I know exactly the movie you're talking about. It's great. I mean, it's yeah, terrible, I but it. it's great. Yeah, I, I, yeah <laughs> I, I, it's like real. It's yeah, like you're right. Ninety-nine. Okay, yeah. Sorry, that was pretty close. Uh, Holy but yeah. shit, they tanked it. It's got a four rating on like IMDb. Like, damn, it ain't that bad. 
It ain't that bad of a movie, no. I mean, uh, Dina Phillips. Myers in that too. Fun. Oh shit, dude! <laughs> connected. It's so awesome. That was amazing. I, I had no it. idea. I forgot about that. I, I remember. Uh, I got. Off, uh, I remember. It was like a Friday, and I, uh, uh, my mom picked me up from uh, from high school. It was like I was yeah. probably like in tenth grade, but she had rented some shit from fucking uh, from Hollywood Video, and she rented me bats. And I was like, "Oh, cool! All right, that sounds awesome." <laughs> <laughs> right. I was all about like arachnophobia. I loved that spider movie back then. Oh yeah, yeah man, me too. A little man. bit before, it's still still a great fucking movie. I love all those kind of movies. Oh, I love arachnophobia. It's, it holds up very well. It really does. <laughs> Um, so this movie, um, the show again, once once again, the show, um, it's sort of uh, uh, the show. It's it's era in time. Uh, it's got this very like um, like seven opening with all these like weird. Yeah, like, dude, that's exactly or, what I wrote. Weird opening credits, just trying to rip off seven. <laughs> it's either it feels like seven. I have a couple of ideas. It feels like seven. It feels like the opening to House of Haunted Hill, the remake. Uh, it's got like um, I've seen that in so long. You check it out. It's not completely like that. But it's got all that jitter shit in it, which because yeah. it's kind of funny because the book is named Jitter Droid. But like, um, <laughs> or it kind of reminds me of like a Saul opening kind of too. I, yeah, I agree with you for sure on that. It's pretty brutal. Like it's bad, but um, uh, it's kind of fascinating in a way. <laughs> and like you hear the voiceover and I'm like, well, that's obviously the killer. Like who's right. ever talking yeah. right now? Which is funny. Apparently in the trailer, they ran that without any kind of voice modification in the trailer what? for the movie. So maybe not put the trailer in the <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it's what it says in the IMDb trivia that, that the trailer runs without a voice augmentation on the voice. So you can clearly make out because yeah, well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like Tom it's like Tom Cruise and that fucking the mummy trailer they, they yes they, exactly yeah um I, I this there's a uh, uh did you read this review about this guy uh who from I guess from Rotten Tomatoes or whatever is a, is a consistent reads uh, it's a quote from Rotten Tomatoes says whether whether it's being presented as detox or I I see you this Stallone starring vehicle is a slapdash thriller to actively avoid. Uh, <laughs> Danny Graydon of BBC Film said clearly Hollywood's confidence in the film is lower than Pee Wee Herman's Oscar chances, and their oh, instincts God. are right. A boring, formulaic mix of serial killers and stalk and slash. This is not reinvigorated. Re um, re re I can't say a word for some reason right now. Reinventing. No, uh, reinvigorating. Reinvigorating. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone's acting hero status, or loosen his medical <laughs> destruction of a quality control button. Wow. Okay, it's a little much. Yeah, that guy really hates it. Yeah. And like, I, mean, like, I would just be like, it feels like I'm shit not... a Pee Wee too. I mean, give Pee Wee a break. I don't know how you gonna bring Pee Wee into this. That guy's already got shit on. Oh man, was just trying to jerk off in a, in a, in a porn theater. Give the man a break. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a porn theater for fuck's sakes. Yeah, I mean, he's still my icon. I, I, I grew up with fucking people whatever but um yeah but, like um, i really yeah. like i really hates and, you know movie. i the honest review i would give without giving anything away is this movie feels like four movies that they just stitch together oh definitely yeah for sure for sure i mean it, it's weird like like there's a scene or so like uh so uh stallone gets home he's gonna marry he's, he's trying to marry his his girlfriend slash fiance slash wife uh dina meyer uh, he gets home. He's late. Obviously, she made dinner. Just like she's got like caution wrapping around her body. She's asleep on the couch. Um, yeah, I saw and... that. And I thought she was dead. Like I, I, I looked down <laughs> for like a split second. I look up. I was like, "What the fuck?" Okay. <laughs> like, oh, oh. I guess she's wrapping herself in tape. Ooh, caution! Hot bitch, right here. <laughs> um, 
Salome, for some reason, think it's a good idea to put like the engagement ring or a wedding ring inside of like a clapping monkey. I was like, what? It's such a weird like decision to make to put in the yeah. movie. Um, uh, I think it's an overall to... theme for the film in general. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his wife gets this dude. The serial killer kills his wife, I guess, because like Stallone was fucking up his chance. His um his deals to kill prostitutes or something. So he said he had investigated them like four years prior and got really close to what it's, I forget exactly what it was, but it's something like yeah. that, like dealing with prostitutes or whatever, killing prostitutes. I don't know. And something like that. I, yeah. And then I guess, you know, he didn't get caught and he's just going to take it all out on him now. <laughs> yeah, like that, that, and so he that, starts killing cops, I guess, just to get back at Stallone. Like, Stallone, yeah, but yeah, it all doesn't this make, doesn't make much sense. Um, but like Stallone, like um, he, uh, he gets like a what is it? Um, I, I forget what, uh, what happens, but like he gets a phone call from his because uh, he finds that his friend gets the, that cop gets killed. Well, so yeah, they go out to a bar, they're celebrating, they're all getting tanked, and then that's when you kind of learn that there's been like nine cops killed or whatever. Right. Yeah. And that Stallone is now an FBI agent who used to work on the force with these guys. Oh. And the one guy that's giving them all the shit. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. tell. He's like, oh, did you forget about us? You moved on. You know, he's like, no, did you forget Adrian? All that shit. But so the guy who's giving them all the shit, that's the first one who gets killed brutally by the, kid, by the, the serial killer. It's absolutely yeah. brutal how he's just like pinned up or whatever when you see him. And so it's a great scene. Like, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah. his arms and legs are like tied back. He's like hanging from a ceiling, and his, the baton has been shoved down his fucking throat. It's yeah, good. it's all, it's it's brutal, and it looks like he's been like bolted to the ceiling. Like, it's like, what oh. the fuck, man? Like, it's this, just there's other things going through. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it, this guy is like a weird supernatural serial killer. He's able to do like crazy shit, like really quickly, like hang people from a tree within like two seconds. Like, that makes no yeah. sense. And uh, like in this, in the, car in a, wreck, and then somehow in the middle of a blizzard, hang a guy, and then yeah, that's, that's, like that's, I don't. That's that. yeah. I, I was waiting for it to be end up being like at least like a scream, like two killers or something. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? This guy's yeah. a fucking magician. I thought that too at first, but then I was like, oh no, I kind of remember this was being. No, that's guy. way, and plus that's way above the level of writing that is involved in right, this movie. Right. Um, but like the 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 decision to like. Let Stallone come into his own home, oh, like I, get his wife, like touch his wife's body, like bring her not down. Not only the that, fuse. first of all, they're blocking the body, and he comes in. Where's my wife? They fucking part the the room like they Moses at the goddamn Red Dead Sea. Yeah, the Red Sea. Yeah. Well, no, like they just let him. Just I couldn't believe. It. I I wrote in caps like, who? What kind of fucking cop lets their friend cop come in and see the body of his suit? Like, what the <laughs> kind of protocol is this shit? Unbelievable. And then, and then to make it even crazier, they they uh, they they tap his lo- the killer's location. They allow Stallone to go to this location as well with his wife's blood on him still. <laughs> and just let him loose and just be be sense. a part of yeah, and be part of the the hunt. It's like no, no, no. He would be taken off duty. You know, like you're yeah. way too close to this, obviously. And then he goes in and like what shoots a cop that's hanging from a ceiling or something. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember if the cop was already dead or what, but. He's already dead. He's a corpse. Okay. Uh, but uh, there, there's another thing here which it makes no sense. Um, this relationship between Charles S. Dutton and Stallone, it's yeah. never it's never been like solidified. There's no confirmation of how long they've been friends or anything the only thing like that. I assumed I, I just put, built my own backstory is that he just trained him on the force. You know what I mean? 
Possibly, but it, it, uh, when, once once uh, Dutton drops him off um, at the rehab clinic, he's like, he tells Christopherson, he's like, this man's my better half. It's like, really? Like, oh, when? Oh, we're getting sensual now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's had a crush on Sloan this whole time. And he's just getting, I, I can't blame him. He's he just getting reconciled. Movie, yeah, no, he does, especially because I think he's like 52 in this movie. Wow. Okay. And um, he was in like the character is supposed to be in like his mid thirties. And I honestly, I would have guessed like 43, 44. I was thinking for early forties. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I will say though. Um, I think that, uh, I think it's Stallone's. Honestly, I think he's the best part of the movie. He, he takes it pretty well, serious the whole time. I, I like Christopherson too, but he just doesn't have enough to work with. Nah, I don't, well, that's a lot of people though. Like, I mean, like, there's a lot of like like i don't really know like robert patrick's in this fucking movie he's hamming it up like crazy man um we have uh what's his jeffrey name? wright who's a great actor he's got your right face yes yeah, i do like the explanation though like he got so depressed he like put the gun in his mouth but instead of going up back of his head he went through his fucking cheek it's pretty crazy. he's like this weird like like he's always got this weird like it's not like a real smile but like more like his like one side of his mouth is more dry it's than the other side like, yeah it's always like yeah. pulled up too yeah um, he's not terrible, but it's 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 it is kind of it's, it's hammy and over the top. It's hammy yeah. it up, but it's like like the director did. You can tell that the the man who directed this directed. I know what you did last summer. Like he's gonna deal with like a bunch of like. All right, Tom Berenger's in this. I don't mind a big Tom Berenger fan at all, but like Tom Berenger is in this. He's like the sort of the uh, I guess the handyman or whatever kind of guy. Yeah. But he's like on this. Is like is he playing a man like that's on the spectrum or something? Like it's weird. Like. Sometimes I he mean, just I, I just thought it was, you know, people of the land, you know. I more, guess so. Kind of I don't type. know. <laughs> Salt like, of the yeah, type. Art Patrick's got this weird like uh like like uh tool boy haircut. Like he looks a total goob. Like it looks like he was obviously military before he became a cop. Possibly it was, was kind of like a like a like a bowl cut almost. Like his bangs are straight. Is this weird? This, I don't I don't know. But um, it's like, got, yeah, it's, it definitely looks like they put a bowl on his head just to cut his bangs. <laughs> yeah. You got uh you got what's his name? Uh uh, uh Lang. Uh, Stephen yeah, Lang. Stephen Lang. He's he's and he's always a good man. He looks man. so like, different in this. He looks so fucking different in this. And I didn't recognize him all. I was like, I saw him in the casting credits and then I heard his voice, like, oh shit, that's him. That's With Stephen the glasses. Lang, yeah. He just looks so skinny and yeah. Like it gives me James Spader vibes in this movie. It does dude? He's a fucking real creep. And that's yeah, right. crazy. He's a real good creep. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh the, the um it's, so this is this is like a murder mystery. It's like it's kind of like the it's kind of like the thing or the shining or I guess something like that. Um when I when I when I say the shining um I was like the shining. I don't know. About well, that. This, is, this is this is the shine. This is the sort of shining feels I got. Uh, so isolated, obviously in the middle of nowhere. It's snowing. And um, we have uh, we have Tom Berger's character keeps talking to Christopher Coffin's character about the, the boiler room and how it's yeah. going to how it's going to it's going to either give out or blow up. Yeah. And in the original like fix it, Hank or whatever his name is. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, and there, he also says like once that once that bullet goes, we're going to be all going to be on a joyride, which is also uh, a, a, obviously a not obviously, but like uh, it was a short story that this also this director also directed called Joyride, which I thought oh. was kind of funny, but like. It's a, uh, uh, it's a, um, I just kept thinking about the original uh, story of The Shining because when Jack Torrance goes to the, uh, to the Overlook, that they, they, yeah, he has to check the boiler room like every couple of weeks or whatever, or it'll sure. blow up. So like I was like, okay, well, like maybe this, like I, I, I don't remember this movie very much at all. Will the will the boiler cause them to all blow up? 
Yeah, and he used to, to do anything. <laughs> nothing, but it was just a, just an idea I had. I mean, I, had, I, had, I was thinking about some stuff, but like the the fact that um, Chris Christopherson gets Chris Christopherson gets killed like he does uh, outside with the axe kind of remind me of like you know sure. with, uh, Jack killing Jack, killing Jack Chef crazy with the axe. Yeah. <laughs> Even though in this it's, this is hilarious. The, the, again, this is back to the editing when he comes up with the axe, you can clearly tell Chris Christopherson moves like to the left or right so the axe can come down like wave past his shoulder and they cut real quick it's like oh yikes that was that was not fucking great these, these editors are incredible <laughs> yeah um but yeah this is basically like a it's like a whodunit flick with uh these sort of uh i i'd say kind of like classy actors guess i guess so but like um it's poorly done like the red herrings are you can call them from a mile away it's, you can tell this was like you can tell that the, the the director just let all the actors do whatever they want sometimes it's a good thing but there's no cohesiveness to it no as a, to the movie itself you know and the only cohesiveness is like i guess like you said with with christopherson with Stallone, and i'd say uh with polly i forget her last name but the, the nurse lady yeah. um they're all pretty like consistent the whole time and you can tell that they're not. Uh, I mean, I guess Stallone will be the only person that has anything to actually work with. I mean, the the serial killer of this movie, uh, Slater, um, you can call this fucker from a mile away. The guy's way too into Stallone when he first comes into yeah. uh, the silo. It's like, okay, this guy's the fucking dude. I get it. You know, like like it's too obvious that fucking uh, Stephen Lang is uh, is the killer or T one thousand is the killer. Like, they're just too aggressive at all, everything they're doing right now. Um, and 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 and. and um, uh, it's it just kind of plays that way. I mean, I I get where they're coming from. It's probably better in the book, obviously. Uh, I don't really know. Maybe not. Maybe it's a shitty. I book, mean, the book's got but... pretty good praise, so. Okay, well, I, I, I hope so. I mean, yeah, well, just you know, for reader standpoint. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're basically hanging out with everybody who kind of dresses like they're from the thing. They all wear like these sort of parkas that look like they're from the thing. Um, uh, there's like a, I can't tell whether or not. The out the exterior shots are like a like a tiny model, <laughs> or I know a lot real. of it was shot in Canada. But you're right; some of those outside shots, it looks it looks so fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's it, it's hard to discern whether or not, like you said, it's model or if it's actually shot on location somewhere. Right. Um. I, um. I don't know. Like so. Like the the uh, so Charles S. Dutton tells because so Stallone goes into sort of a funk and he tries to commit suicide after his wife uh, wife Dude, well, I mean, girlfriend dies. I, I wanted to say I'm glad you brought that up because Charles S. Dutton literally tells Sly to kill himself and then gives him a gun and then yeah. gets pissed when Sly tries it. <laughs> yeah, he shoots in the ceiling. He just I gave mean, a suicidal man a gun and said, kill yourself. Now you're mad at him for going through with it, you fucking <laughs> asshole. So worst fucking advice you could ever give the guy. <laughs> what? Well, shit. Uh, and, 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 I mean, I mean, logic, I mean, like, uh, logically, I mean, the, f- fairly, in the end, I mean, this is all Charles S. Dutton's fault. I mean, he sends him to this fucking place. He gives him the idea to go there. Yeah. He drives him up there and everything. Well, at the same time, the killer does make the effort to follow him. And, he does, and, yes. He you does, know, and yes. kill another cop to take his spot. Right. Which I right, thought was right. funny. I remember you see you see the guy pop up in the river super early in the movie. Super and I'm like, oh, early. Okay. Like, whoa, <laughs> so it's obviously what? someone that's been killed. Well, I, I thought immediately was like, oh, it's some that has to play into the plot that somebody's got killed from the thing. Right. So the killer's already there. You know what I mean? Well, it's also interesting too that it's like, telegraphed. Uh, I think to be that way, right, right. Uh, but I, I do. Uh, I found this interesting too. I think you might have as well. But like the fact that like we cut from the silo where Charles S. Dutton is talking to Christopherson, and Christopherson's like, oh, oh uh, uh, 
Dutton's like, you know, take care of my friend, or there possibly could be trouble for you, or whatever. He's basically like he's making like a light. He's threat. threatening him. <laughs> yeah, and but like Christopherson says some some other light uh, light threatening things too, and then cut to pan. And then body float up from ice. And I'm like, what? Like, so is Christian <laughs> Thompson doing some shit here too with his, with his fucking goons? Or, or am I wrong? Um, yeah, yeah we're, we are mean. wrong. I see what you mean. Yeah. And then Charles has done his, uh, it, it is kind of funny. Like you said, he does seem like he is really attached to Sly Stallone yeah. here. And I get it. Maybe he's trying to be a really good friend, but he's like, this is my friend. You better not let nothing happen. Have. He's like, I'm going to fucking stay over here. And he's, they yeah. give him like a cabin close by that's a piece of shit or whatever. I was like, what? This yeah. is so weird that he's sticking around while that's, the guy's at rehab. That's another weird thing about this movie. This, these weird like cuts from Dutton, like trying to light a fire in his cabin. He smokes himself out, fades back to them, the exterior, then back into interior, then, then and, all the crazy right, people and then All of a sudden, Dutton's at the, the, the country store, or whatever it is, the yeah, convenience he's back store. there again. And then he's tries a, to go ice fishing. It's oh, so man. random. It's so bad. Like, the fact that, like, like the guy, the guess didn't help him at all. Like he gave him, he let him buy all the shit. And Charles Dutton's like has this huge fucking hand, uh, hand, uh, hand crank drill. He just like picks a place in the snow. I've never gone ice fishing in my entire life, but I would think you'd have to go on the ice to <laughs> to create a hole. You think but that makes just, sense? Think. He's just in the snow, like just cranking this fucking drill. I'm like, what? Fucking watch out, Clark Griswold's in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 they they cut back to it's very clumsy and um, it doesn't make a lot of sense because there's not a lot of dialogue in the Charles S. Dutton scenes. Like it's just like a real quick, like maybe fifty seconds to a minute scenes, maybe, and yeah. they jump. We jump right back into Stallone and everybody else in in, in the silo. I will say uh, the silo's cool. I mean, for what they have, you can tell they had 55 mil. I mean, I'm sure most of that went to, to most of the actors in the movie. But, like, to have an actual big set like this, even though you don't see all of it all the time, you just see, like, a uh, like a rec room and then, like, a hallway. Um, the tunnel, though, at, in the in, uh, underneath, that's pretty cool. I mean, for what it is. I mean, you get some sort of production value out of this in some way. It's not just seeing yeah. the location the entire time. Um, but, but, uh, but I think what about it, even though you say that even with the 55 million, even going through to all the actors salaries, it's like, where the fuck did that money go? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this I mean, movie it, we, seems so like piecemeal, just chopped together. I agree. And, you know, uh, as, as we know, they lost a lot of fucking money because this movie only made like $6.6 million. Yeah. It's just crazy, crazy, crazy shit. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, we and Mike were talking about before we got on the show, Start, well, before we start recording, yeah, um, the shows, the movies, um, I mean, it kind of flows okay, I guess. But then once it gets towards like the twenty-five minute, like the last twenty-five minutes, like shit is all over the like the cutting is weird. Like, yeah, people are reacting to things you don't understand, like from scene to scene, how like the, the a surprise reaction you don't understand the reaction that they have from scene to scene because it makes no sense, and you can tell what. Especially if, uh, obviously after reading like Wikipedia with the reshoots, you can tell that it's happening pretty hard at this point. Like they're really trying to cut things up real. Yeah. Uh, and uh, trying to make a story, juicy. a cohesive story out of all of this shit. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's kind of a boring story, like, which is, you know, for an hour and 35 minutes, it's a pretty short fucking movie. But like, it's, it's it feels, it like, feels like a two hour movie. It's, it's yeah, so hour. slow. Nothing really happens. I mean, like, it's just groggy feeling. Yeah, like and like okay, so I have a question. Uh, I, I don't think they ever say it in the movie, 
But like, so Charles S. Dutton's talking to Stallone about like, hey, I have this old dude, old bud dude, um, who's a cop. He's not a cop anymore, but he's doing. He has this place where like, damaged cops can go, and they can work out their problems. And like for me, I'm just like, okay, that's that's cool. Like like this. So this, uh, the fact that you're bringing up this, bring this up to to Stallone, your buddy, your best buddy, your better half. This this dude's got this. He's had this organization organization running for like decades. Right. But he, they get there within like a day and a half. Fucking dude already like ODs. Uh, he like ODs himself immediately, and then the next night, dude fucking hangs himself from the plumbing well, underneath the sink. And yeah, I'm like, but what? That's the killer killing them. <laughs> I know, but like the fact it, it's just it's just crazy that like all this stuff happens immediately once Stallone gets there. Oh and, yeah, like it's sure. just it's just a, a strange thing. I, I I don't know how this works. I don't. I I know that. Um, if you're on the police force, uh, this is what I've heard in the past, but like, if you have problems like this, they will send you to A. Before you're ready to get back to, you can come back to the service. I mean, the fact that Stallone looks like he does when he gets there, he's a, he looks pretty fucked up and like in withdrawal mode. But the he fact really that does, man, yeah. man still has a badge and a gun, I'm like, why would you still give him a badge <laughs> and a gun? I need that badge <laughs> and that gun, son. I mean, what's he left the, the 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 his fucking department would have taken both of those. Those are police issues from the department, not from some fucking psychiatrist in Siberia. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, I guess that's well, but that's what it looks like. Like it's it it's so funny to me that this is supposed to be Wyoming. This literally looks like they took him to a missile silo in fucking deep Russia. <laughs> like this is some place that you're supposed to cure people. It's black walls everywhere. It looks so uninviting and cold Depressing. and desolate. It's like how yeah. the yeah exactly how the fuck is this gonna make me want to rehabilitate? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like even like even like Christopher's is like uh, there's no what do you say like like when they have their first meeting. He's like uh, there's no plan. There's no rules or whatever. Like it makes I, no I, sense. Something like, like that. I can't remember. Yeah. Like he's like, there should anybody. be. There fucking should be. Yeah. I mean, like, there's no, like, he's, they keep calling him Doc. He's not a Doc. He's like a, he's an ex police officer after 15 years. He's like, he's just like, yeah. Well, I, I think he just... got a degree. I think he did say he got some kind of degree. Oh, or something. Okay. But still, I can't tell I Chris Christopherson, man. He's just like, a, he's just like slow reacting to everything. I can't tell. But like, the first conversation that, that happened in the group is like, John Patrick Flannery talking about like picking up kid baby kid fucking parts after preschool got blown oh, up. Oh yeah, like, twenty one kids blown to pieces. <laughs> it's fucking rough. John Patrick Flannery is like brutal. Oh, God, God <laughs> yeah. it's horrible. Good old Sean and Patrick Robert Patrick Flannery. doesn't give a fuck too. I love that little scene. He just makes fun of him. You ain't supposed to be a fucking pansy. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 infighting in this movie is so over the top. Everybody's so aggro against everybody else. <clears throat> yeah, it's overhyped fucking male masculinity, and you got like the one or two chicks <laughs> there the whole time. They got one just cop and there. one and one lady who is the nurse, but like it's just like it's ridiculous. Like swinging dicks are all over the fucking place. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh yeah, and it's weird how like these major actors like Berenger, you barely see him in this movie, just in a handful of scenes here and there. Um, Christopherson does have, I think, more scenes and more kind of leading time. Yeah. Robert Patrick a little bit, uh, but I mean, it's just it's just kind of weird how a person like Berenger. I, I thought he would have had a major, a much bigger and more important role, but he kind of really doesn't. No, doesn't. Um, I mean, it's really, it's really like the Stallone show. I mean, it's a lot about like, there's a lot of scenes with Stallone. Stallone really is in a lot of this movie. I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to. Everybody else is either, and he even kind of. 
towards the end, he gets separated from the group and it focuses on them and then cutting back to who's left alive and shit. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, even when they kind of like figure out like something is something is really wrong, the decision to like break the safe with guns in it and give everybody guns. I thought I was like, I was like, this is a bad move. No one needs any guns. Like, what the fuck's going on this here? Is like, a this is a terrible idea. It's a Let's terrible do idea. It anyway. Do it anyways, yeah. And then like to give shifts to certain people and like they're aggro about it too because um um was a scene in the movie where somebody breaks in the killer uh breaks into Christopherson's office and like takes everybody's medication it takes files, files all stuff. And everything yeah <laughs> yeah and then decides to just like throw it on a file cabinet to so Chris Christopherson can hear it and then have Chris Christopherson like walk outside while the boiler is broken, mind you, with the door fucking wide open, just like, hey, uh, and then fucking get his head smashed in with a fucking axe. Ridiculous. But like <laughs> everybody. So like, so like the timer, like the timer is like, uh, uh, no one has that. I forget what it's called, but they say it in the, in the movie, that medication that you take, um, uh, if you're an alcoholic, that if you smell alcohol or taste alcohol, you vomit immediately. I had never so, heard of anything like that in my life. Well, yeah. Well, it's a true thing. My uh, my brother-in-law who passed away last year, um, he Sorry, was he did he did that for a while. Um, he was taking that for a while. Uh, it was yeah. like if, if he gets close to it, smells it, drinks it, it makes you throw up immediately. It makes you That's it crazy. ruins your body uh, too. Um, but um, but uh, yeah, but like the fact is, like the, the nurse is like, so without that medication, all you guys can go through withdrawal and possibility, you might die from it stroke <laughs> i'm like what like this is crazy like you might go into like withdrawal and like have a heart attack and die yeah it's just wild but, but um that's like the that's like the fucking fuse like okay we, we got to get out of here quick um <laughs> one it's of the most just ridiculous such a things. weird fucking thing like you and like it's and so ridiculous and, but i thought it was just mainly for like the one guy or whatever you know what i mean the one who does get too close to alcohol yeah, or whatever yeah, and yeah. dies yeah yeah, but it's for, it's for everybody. Everybody's taking this medication because everybody's an alcohol, crazy alcoholic. So I mean, that's fucking retarded. It's wild. This, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I, I also don't get why. AA, but because like even for Robert Patrick, slides like, oh, you like gin and speed. <laughs> you know, they do other shit. That's crazy. Uh, but like the, the fact is, like, if everybody's taking the same medic medication, like, why would there be a file drawer um, or a, a weird, crazy uh, safe? With everybody's medication in it, if it's the same well, medication, mean, like why would it all have different names for different bottle dot bottles with their names on it? It makes no sense. If everybody's taking the same sure. medication, you know what I mean? Right. You would just keep it in one bottle. Most yeah, I, that would be it. I mean, <laughs> but it would still be locked up, of course. Of course, yeah, it would be still be locked up, but that didn't make any sense. But like that, that, but that, um, um, I, I do love. <laughs> give me a piece of shit here, but like the fact that Stallone comes in on the doctor. And the, the old dudes on the gurney or whatever, and she's like, he's she's like feeding him whiskey. She's like, I gotta do it, or he's he's gonna die. That's <laughs> <Like, laughs> what I gotta do. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do love how like Stallone is really pretty much subdued for the most of the movie. He doesn't like freak out or. Well, I mean, he plays a good, you know, recovering alcoholic, he does. and he you really know what does. I, mean? I, I feel like that's pretty accurate, you know head swimming in a bottle of gin for so long <laughs> you know yeah. you try to sw to get through the clouds and all that get yeah. back to kind of guess his sense of reality but it's so forced everything in this movie feels so over the top so oh, overacted yeah. so just yeah. horribly put together 
Yeah, I agree. Everybody's everybody is at like 100 in this movie for the most part. It's even in like, like a totally different tonal. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I feel like it was poorly directed. Not the shit on the guy, but it's like, man, like he, it, like he just kind of was like, all right, everything goes, and we'll just edit this shit somehow together. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I agree. no cohesive plan or, or overall tone that he stuck to. Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's kind of what I was saying before. Is we have this, we have the absolutely. You, you give the man who directed, you know, uh, I just saw what you did, I know summer. What you did last summer. <laughs> All of a sudden you get this movie and you're like, what the fuck? Like this dude did obviously didn't know what he was getting himself into. It's just, it's fucking wild, man. I mean, like we know that, what he did last summer. It was that terrible movie. Yeah, it's a terrible. It's, it's a, but the, the movie is a fast-paced movie, and this movie's not that movie at all. He's not. He's it also not working lot, with teammates. It just slow. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Even though you know, you know, fucking um, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Sharon Michelle Gellar had already been acting a lot at that point, but still, it felt like I think he got a lot of really established actors on this one that didn't know how to direct them all properly. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. I mean, and and some of them. It's such an insane cast in this ICU movie. It is insane. Like, I mean. I mean, like, but some of them, you know, some of them work better than the others. Obviously, it's a big cast. I mean, I, I think. Uh, well, it's like know, Jeffrey Wright, who I normally like. He's not good in this movie. At all. No. The Scarface guy. He's terrible. Which is crazy because, like, yeah, I'm with you, man. You're like, Jeffrey Wright's like one of my favorite actors. I love Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. He's he's awesome, man. Like, like he's almost in this. But in this movie, he's almost like, uh, what's his name level? Like uh, the character he played in Shaft. The Latino yeah, guy. My, my peoples. The <laughs> peoples. He stabs off the chest a bunch of times and shit. With a uh, fucking ice pick. Yep. Ice pick. Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, though he does have a justification to be that crazy in that one. Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, also has a really ridiculous name in this movie called Jowowski. Yeah. <laughs> <Pretty> ridiculous. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, everybody is pretty wild in this thing. I mean, uh, there's a couple like, you know, I, I do love Charles S. Dutton in this movie. I think he's really good in here, even though I, just, I do too. Again, he's a great supporting character. He is. Um, I just I, I, like there's like we're basically what we were saying before. We have a we have a director who doesn't know really how to, to direct these people or put scenes together for the most part because he's so underused and sort of misplaced a lot of time in this movie. Yeah. It's confusing. Uh, it's, it's, and so it's many other actors are too. It's weird. They are. I mean, like, like I think Robert Pattinson, uh, Robert Pattinson, Robert Patrick, I think he's actually an actor. <laughs> <laughs> it's so close to his name. It is. <laughs> I think Robert Patrick is a really good actor uh, for the most part. And yeah, me uh, too. And this, he's like this goober. Like he's like, all right. I forgot. I also forgot. Everybody is smoking to hundred in this movie too. Everybody <laughs> smokes. <laughs> they smoke like crazy. There's a scene where like they're in that. They have that first uh, that first meeting, and the camera like uh, pans up, like like up, like we see everybody. Like it's like. Um, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like I, I yeah. can't how to explain it, but like like the camera comes up, and you see like ashtrays, and you're. Fucking full to the brim with cigarette butts. It's like holy shit. Right, this like is before, I guess uh, <laughs> people stopped putting cigarettes nonstop at movies, or like right at the cusp of that ending. You know? Yeah. I guess right it's... when the Insider came out with Russell Crowe. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, Jesus Christ! I forgot about that. Um, even Robert Prosky, um, who I only really know, I've seen him in some movies before, but uh, he's the old, uh, the the British uh, Canadian detective in here. Or cop. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. The Royal Mounty Police guy. Uh, I only remember him. I, I only really know him from Last Action Hero. He's the guy who owns the uh, the movie theater. But like, even that guy smokes a lot in this movie. And you know, <laughs> you, you feel like um, he smokes. He smokes like a chimney. I mean, uh, but like the fact that this guy, you know, you kind of want him to redeem himself because obviously there's something there that that, that 
that probably was in the reshoots that we missed about what really happened to the guy. Sure. And, you know, Stallone's kind of like, hey, man, you, know, you, you got to forgive yourself. And he's like, you know, it's a two-way street or whatever. It's a nice little scene in the bathroom. And, you know, once towards the end where they have the guns and they're just doing perimeter checks and whatnot, you're like, okay, but this, 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 he has he might have a chance of uh, redemption. Nah, man, they just, that fucking girl just gets him nope. and puts him on a fucking chair and shocks him to fucking death. Man, he's dead. It's so like, shitty, man. <laughs> it sucks. It's so shitty. It's so I, shitty, man. There's one other connection I want to make. Um, I know you haven't watched Tulsa King yet with Stallone on Paramount Plus, but you need no. to. It's pretty good. I, I know I need to, yeah. One of the guys in this, A.C. Peterson is the actor's name. He plays Gilbert. I think he's one of the guys that dies in the truck towards the end that crashes. If I'm not mistaken, don't hold me to that. Um, but he 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 plays in every episode of Tulsa King as well. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't believe Gilbert actually dies because there's a there's a um I think it's like a handful of people who don't die. Um, they pick him. Oh, up. I thought he died out. You may be right. Yeah, I thought he died out out there. My bad. Yeah, I think he, I, I thought he died too, but I uh, but I, I think he he makes it back. Uh, well, um, Charles S. Dutton uh, finds him. In, remember they they, they find oh, him in the middle right. of the room. You're right. He's like, oh, right. dead. It's the dead, dead. You're right, I oh, yeah, yeah. But he survives. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I do think that the last like I don't know, 15 minutes or whatever, it's pretty good. Like Stallone, like chasing the dude, and you know, through the tunnels and stuff. And I do too. I think that's pretty fun stuff. I I do have a question for you. I don't I don't really understand this myself. But like when Stallone's going through the tunnels and like the killer's talking to him over a walkie-talkie, and Stallone's just like screaming at him, like what's the point? Like, <laughs> like can he hear him on the walk? Like, like I was gonna say you have to be able to hear the echo yeah. too. Also going, and of course he can't it's, hear him. Like, there's, you know, you can't. I, I would think there's no way. No, it, like and like Stallone finds like patents and uh, pat. I said it again. Pat. God damn it. Sounds pretty funny. Robert Patrick's body hanging, and um, he's got a walkie-talkie around his neck, and like that doesn't make any sense either. But like Stallone doesn't take the walkie-talkie, like the talk back, like it makes no sense at all. It's yeah. ridiculous. But um, uh, uh, the killer lets uh, he he comes up and like you find out the killer is Slater. Who gives a fuck? No spoilers. Who gives a shit? But like Slater is a British guy that that Stallone meets in there, and he's the. Killer. You said it way earlier, anyway. So I was like, I think we did. I, I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, who gives a fuck? But like, um, uh, uh, he gets up top to the to top ground, and he sees uh, Lady, and uh, he gets Lady like uh, Doctor Lady. He gets her like plenty of time to run away. He's gonna go after her, and he's like Stallone's like. Uh, he tells Stallone, he's like, like, I see, I see you, but. Do you see me now? And are you brave enough to protect this girl or whatever? Some bullshit like that. I don't know. It's so fucking corny. It's so dumb. Um, But I do like. like, Well, I know I'm Sylvester Stallone. I'm probably going to kill you because I'm Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) 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 That's how these movies go. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I do like the. I'm not going to lie to you. I like the fight between them. It's a short fight. Oh, me too. I agree. It's a a good fight. Like Stallone gets stabbed to the forearm and like they're. You're fighting it's and like brutal, that's what I wrote. I was like, ooh, knife to the forearm. Ouchie. It, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the fact that he starts like bringing the knife back, like ripping through his fucking arm was pretty great. Yeah, that did yeah, that looked painful as fuck. It did. And then and uh, it looks good. It looked and it looked good, yeah. And I like the fact that there's a gigantic like uh a garden weasel in the background. If if anybody knows what a garden weasel is, uh, you can look it up. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> That's what it looks like. Uh, it does. It's a huge garden weasel in the back. I'm like, somebody's getting impaled in that shit. And yes, yeah, yep. Stallone. <laughs> and that's uh, exactly what happens. 
is exactly what happens. But I like the fact, like, after he gets impaled, Stallone's, like, breathing and shit, and the guy's like, she said your name. Yeah. And I bled her. To and then, our, then Stallone's like, yeah, <gasps> he picks it up. He like, picks up, and you can... Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, okay, he's, he picks him up. I love the scream. He picks him up, the classic Stallone scream. He's like, I see you. Now see this. He fucking feels his fucking face. And, chest and, <laughs> and you can clearly, you can awesome. clearly tell there's a wire on him when they do that blue oh, shot oh, of him. Oh, it's like, so brutal. You know, yeah. so it looks so <laughs> bad. It, it was almost like, it was almost, it wasn't as bad. It was almost as bad as when he picks up Hulk Hogan, I think, Rocky Three. <laughs> Even though, like, in reality, Hulk, like, Rocky jumped. Three, yeah, man. Yeah, so Hulk actually jumped so Stallone can pick Thunder him up. Lips. Lips, <laughs> um, stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, it is hilarious. He's like shaking and like you can tell he's on a wire. But like the that line though, like I see you now, see this. It's a great fucking line. Like it is. I know. Awesome. It's so cool. And that's and what I was hoping for. Like you get a fucking one of those spools right through the goddamn eye, and nope. nope. <laughs> I, I, I wanted it so bad. It, it, it's weird too. Like it's a weird like justification. Uh, is, is I saying the wrong justification? Just justification. Yeah, it's it's a it's weird that line because it's like a classic like '80s Stallone line, and like yeah. they had this whole movie who was supposed to be like quote unquote serious, and all of a sudden like like bring out this like crazy fun '80s action line. It's just so weird, but it's 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 fun. <laughs> and also, <laughs> you hear I see you so many times through this through, oh through this movie. I'm surprised that wasn't the original title. I can't I, believe that they went with detox first. You I know. know what I mean? Like, because it said so many times in the movie, you thought it was shoehorned in to be the title. You know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, there's even that Ooh. crazy scene where, like, uh, Stallone brings up that fucking dead body and puts on the, the gurney and he's like, rips open the fucking fabric and he's like, she's so like, what are you, the doctor's like, what are you doing? He's like, I need justification or whatever. And he like, looks <laughs> <laughs> at those fucking eyelids and one says, I, you know, one says, see you. Like, oh my God. Justification right. are these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but you're but you're totally right. Like the fact that they had it as detox, it sh and when there's so much ICU in this fucking movie, it's like yeah, why it blows my mind that it originally that. wasn't the title. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't get it. But and probably like the last guy naming it watched it was like, well, that's what you should call it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you keep repeating. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Lisa didn't call Lisa didn't spell it like uh like I like the letter I capital and capital C capital oh, I C like, yeah capital C capital U the letter you know, like that's on one one of their faces I think it's the SWAT cop at the beginning or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, you're right, you're right, correct. It's painted correct. on one of their victims' faces, and of course, you know they'd probably do that nowadays. <laughs> Just call it that, you know what I mean? It's like, like a tax. Happy Death Day or some shit, whatever that movie was. Sure. Yeah, Happy Death Day, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, Stallone kills bad guy. Girl lives, uh, all this doesn't lives, and there's several other people that live too. You know, Jeffrey Wright lives. You don't, never go back to any of those characters though, but like, no, <laughs> they're there. <laughs> Means um, to an end is all they were. Yeah, it's a score. It's, the ending score is kind of weird. It sounds like something I've heard before, like traditional, but uh, it's there. I don't know. They, it sounds <laughs> anticlimactic. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. it doesn't doesn't work. It doesn't. It doesn't work at all. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just a kind of a fascinating sort of like little niche in like movie history is ICU. Or yeah, and, you know, psychological thought. And it's also kind of a just testament to how much cohesion is so, you know, just integral to every kind of movie that needs to be made. Everyone needs to have the right. same idea for the movie. 
the yeah. same editing, same cinematography. Everyone needs to be on the same fucking page. Because mm-hmm. I feel like this movie actually could have been good had it been done and handled correctly, and it just wasn't. Yeah, and I, I I will say, I mean, I don't think it's a like a, a pile of garbage. It's no, just a, it's just it's just kind of a uh, it's just mis it's just it, it's just kind of like um I don't know what you call it. like it's sort of a tragedy. I wouldn't say tragedy; it's too much, but like it's, it's just it's a letdown. Just, it's disappointing. Yeah, it's if a letdown. There's, there's a lot of that could have been done well. It just didn't happen. Right? Yeah, I, I can't, can't think of the word, but like, yeah, it's just like it didn't work out. Mishandled. Yeah, you know, and uh, in the the worst possible way, and um, yeah, I'm with Mike though. Like, I think this could have been like a way better, well, not not crazy better, but a a pretty fun like you know it sort of a like identity or something <laughs> yeah. like that, you know, or even Mindhunters esque, you know, what or I mean? my, yeah, Mindhunters, yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, the, the the movie for the most part has enough going for it for you not to be like, this is garbage. I need to turn it off. It's 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 fine for the most part. I mean. And um, I mean, in, in, um, I have to say again, uh, without Stallone here, I don't think it would have been that good of a movie. So, yeah, no, not at all. I don't know. I mean, the man sheds tears in this movie. It's crazy. No, he, and like, he, <laughs> he looks like a fucking alcoholic when he's going he to And I'm sure that's makeup or whatever, but still, he does a great job of displaying it, portraying it. He sells it. it. He, sells, yeah. he looks like, he looks like, you know, he's going into like uh, Rambo mode, man. Like, just like the shoulders are up and his hands are in the pockets and right. he's like looking down the whole time. He's looking at anybody in the eyes. Um, what? Even, <laughs> <laughs> there's even a scene in this movie where um uh where the killer makes uh robert patrick like get on his knees and shit robert patrick shed some fucking tears oh yeah <laughs> sad it, face but like it's i mean like they did it for this movie i mean it's kind of yeah. impressive honestly so well but you know you, you're an actor you gotta you gotta bring it every time <laughs> yeah i guess it's like so. nicholas cage balls to the wall no matter what balls to the wall baby uh, but I mean, the shed tears. Wow, it's this is it's always an impressive thing to do in a movie that went nowhere, <laughs> like this movie. And uh, yeah, I find that interesting. But um, and the studio made sure it went nowhere. Finally, <laughs> it sure on, did a, on the year anniversary of nine eleven, the first year anniversary. Of course, year nine eleven. I should have mentioned that. That should have. I should have opened the show, <laughs> right? Have to check out a movie. It's a it released on the year of nine eleven. Yeah, great. No, the the year after the, the one year, year after. I'm sorry. Yeah, one year anniversary. Yeah, man, September eleven, two thousand two. Great, great job, guys. <laughs> well done. <laughs> That's what I said. They shelled it for two years, and they were like, "Yeah, this will be the day we're releasing on." They this really the wanted. Day. And then what's funny too? I was also reading that I forget the main company. It's Columbia. Or I can't remember who they they even still denied that this was even a project of theirs. But if you go back and look on DVDs from like ninety eight to ninety nine, it was listed on the previews, you know, movies related yeah. to it that would show up originally in, on DVDs wow. back in the day. Yeah, Holy <laughs> shit. that's okay. how much they hated this fucking movie. <laughs> and I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I'd give it a five point five out of ten. I think yeah, that's I fair. I don't hate it at all, but I, I get what you're coming from. But like. Um, we have we we feel the mention that I think this is produced. Uh, well, it's not produced, but the the produce the production like I guess not the production rights, but they bought the production rights. It like went through DLM, so many different people. Yeah, but like DLM tried they they tried to put it in the uh, theaters. Um, I guess mostly not in America. It's mostly like European theaters. But like um, that production company was also uh, uh was a, was kind of an offshoot company of Blockbuster, which I thought was interesting. So that's kind of fascinating in itself. But right. yeah, I mean, and with Mike, I mean, it's like a, it's like a five, five point seven five. Yeah, Mike. you know, it's not, it's not awful. I mean, it's not it, horrible. It's definitely not great. It's not. I mean, you've seen stuff like this before. I would love, love at some point if we covered like, 
The Watcher, that pile of shit movie with uh, Keanu, Keanu Reeves and yeah, Keanu. <laughs> oh man, kind of forgot about that one. But it, but it's and, and uh, what's his name? The Spader's in it too, right? He's a cop in there. Jake, is he fucking like I said? Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen that one. But like that movie reminds me of this movie. It's like they're like so similar. I don't know if they had the same problem, but it's just so, so like the editing and everything is so similar to this movie. It's it is it's it's also garbage it is. kind of <laughs> right. <laughs> but like yeah, but the thing with the thing is they're like Stallone's in this and Speeders in that. I mean Speeders great in that movie. So like I it's just yeah I don't know. We I love I think I talked about this like so many years ago. Like yeah we get to talk about the washer one day. But this, the, you just can't have fucking Keanu as a bad guy. It's never gonna work. Yeah it's <laughs> great man. He's like I'm up, like, like going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I know bondage, Trinity. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, this, this movie's fine for what it is, and uh, I, I would, um, you know, tell anybody who listens to the show, check it out. It's, it's on so many it's platforms. Free, it's on Freebie, Tubi, fucking Pluto, like it's Amazon. Yeah, it's, on, Pri- it's on Amazon Prime, so I mean, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime through the Freebie app. Through freebie, yeah, yeah. So which you I didn't have know. To watch it with the fucking the ad, so it turned an hour oh and thirty six minutes into like an hour and fucking fifty. I was like, God oh, damn it! <laughs> I, um, I just mute yeah. the commercials every time they hit now. Mute. Yeah, I, I put mute on it too. But I was like, I was like, uh, like halfway through the movie, I'm like, should I just, should I just watch it on Tubi? I mean, I feel like it'd have been faster on Tubi. But it's but the Tubi is getting worse too, man. They're all they're all up uh, in those yeah. advertising times. It's more yeah, money for true. them. That's yeah, true. Okay. They're figuring something out. They're figuring everybody's going to fucking TV for everything. So they're making it, <laughs> right. making it harder. More commercials, man. I mean, there was so many fucking Kroger commercials, dude. I mean, it's crazy, but I guess it's, that's a that's a four-year anniversary topic episode. So, yeah, brutal. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't think this movie was that terrible. It, it just suffered from a lot of, obviously, like everything we've discussed, writing and just consistency issues and just have everyone being on the same page but it's yeah. still worth checking out i think it's a fun goofy movie just to watch and fucking you know get stoned have a couple beers and watch sure, and yeah. just enjoy i do love the fact that stallone asked behringer uh and the two of the custodian guys to to basically like because at some point the uh the, the band guy like uh ruins all the 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 they're not not jet skis but like the Snow plowers or snow snow plows or yeah the snow snow skis or whatever they're called um which also kind of remind me of like the shining a little bit too with jacks who destroyed all the destroys the snow plow but like so like that's all destroyed so like they have he he employs them to go out and like dig this crazy long like five mile fucking stretch with like this this shovels and you see the walls of snow they're like six to seven feet high it makes no sense <laughs> and that kind of reminded me of like the hate that reminded me of the hateful eight where they have to dig the fucking line to the outhouse and back <laughs> this is that <laughs> brutal that, brutal too. blizzard yeah yeah uh but like it's just it's just it's shit like that's hilarious like the fact that they like um that one of the dudes in the car disappears and they're like fuck it we're not even done doing this the shovel yet they just leave and yeah it's, it's, <laughs> It's a lot of fuck fun. This. Yeah. Yeah. They just leave. Uh, but um, yeah, it's interesting. Check it out. And uh, yeah. That's the one movie number one. We've got more coming for y'all too. Uh, Tron will be back with us. Yes, and we it's, like, I'm still looking forward to this month and what we have coming forward. It's going to be a lot of fucking fun. It is. We got, we got some, especially the next movie coming up, uh, very, very, the very uh, opposite of this movie, very prestige film. Yeah. Uh, very good. But also an incredible cast. Incredible so, cast. Yeah. Yeah. 
and uh, an a-, a director that knew, knew what he was doing. <laughs> Say that much. Yeah, and a writer. <laughs> yeah, and a writer. Yes. Uh, but everybody out there, thank you so much for checking this episode out. Uh, hope you guys dig Stallone month. And because um, <laughs> I'm so happy about it. Uh, me too. Me too. And I, uh, we'll um, we're gonna have a, a lot of fun the next few months. I'll say that much. Oh, yeah. And like, no one's gonna hear it from us. It's gonna hear. Oh it. yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, you guys have a you guys have a good night. Take it easy. A good day. Whatever. Don't be a piece of shit. Take care of each other out there. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Take it, take it sleazy. I see you.